morning and welcome to our God's Word for today devotional. Let me read to us our text in Romans chapter 11, verse 22 to 24. I hope that you're well and okay today. Let's prepare our hearts as we ponder God's Word. Let me read Romans 11, verse 22 to 24. Note then the kindness and the severity of God. Severity towards those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you provided you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft, graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature's nature a wild olive tree and grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will this, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? Now, yesterday, we learned about the warning from Paul that we should not be proud and arrogant, but fearful because we are what we are right now, because we are just grafted in to the olive tree. We don't deserve to be called the children of God. We don't deserve to be part of the plan of God. We are a people who do not seek God, yet God sought us. But here... Paul has emphasized about these two attributes of God, that God is kind and severe. The kindness and the severity of God that we should be warned about. Well, from what we see and the way God treated the nation of Israel temporarily because of the rebe rebellion, God was severe to them. The holy God is severe towards the unbelieving Jews who were idolaters, who were rebellious. But on the other hand, God was so kind to the undeserving Gentiles. The point raised by Paul here is not that Israel is being cut off or pruned away from eternal plan. Rather, God has cut them off in as a nation for rejecting him and he grafted in the Gentiles. The Gentiles became part now of his plan. The context here is not about eternity, but the relationship and communion with, with God as a nation. An implication is Israel will return to her special relationship with God. Someday they will repent and be brought back to a relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. They will come to faith in Christ and the Messiah someday. Paul is very confident that this is Israel's future. That they are broken off temporarily today because of the rebellion and rejection to God. But God could graft them in easily in the future. What is Paul's reason behind that this is the future of Israel? Because of the favor of God to the Gentiles. If God is kind to the undeserving wild olive branches that is not really part of the plan of God at the beginning, the Gentiles, God is good to them. Since God is good to this wild olive branch, they were grafted in, is it hard for God to, brought back, to bring back, to graft in the natural branch? Of course it is not. That's why he said here, how much more will this 
natural brands be grafted in back to that olive plant or olive tree. That would be very easy for God who is sovereign. Paul's emphasis here to the Gentiles is for them to take note that this regrafting is possible, that the Jews will have a regathering someday because they will believe the Messiah, that they should not be proud, they should be humble, and they should be looking forward that this will happen. The blessing that God will do to Israel will be a blessing to all, especially to us Gentiles. After all, God took the wild olive tree. We are a people from pecan backgrounds, religions of the world. God, by his grace and mercy, picked us up and placed us into, as part of his family. He grafted us in, into his own. But he was severe to his own people, the Jews, because of their rebellion. But this is just temporary. Now, let's remember, this is uh, an encouragement for us not to really look at this glibly or not to take this for granted, but to take this very seriously, that we have to treasure the blessings, the grace and the mercy that we receive from the Lord. Let us not take this for granted. Let us treasure and cherish this in our hearts and pray that God's grace will be also upon the nation of Israel, that many will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. God will open their eyes. And they have been blinded by their own religion. And let us pray that God will open their eyes, that they will be able to see the, the need of Jesus, that they will believe on the Messiah. And that would be the blessing that we, we can really see that the fulfillment of God's plan and the, his covenant was toward his own people because he will not abandon his own people. He will fulfill his covenant to his own people. He will be always true, although they remain, although they are unbelieving right now, but someday in the future, and it will be sooner that they will repent and many of them will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That should be our joy that many, including the all races and nations and and people in the world, all dialects and people groups in the world, will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the picture in heaven is that people from all walks of life, from all tribes, all ethnicity, all nations, they will praise God there in heaven together. What um, beautiful scene that we can look forward in the future. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much that we can read this warning from Paul not to take things for granted, but we continue to, we continue to, we should continue to be humble and fearful because although you are severe to the nation of Israel and you are kind to us, but we dare not to presume that that you'll always be good to us because, Lord, you are the sovereign, can do what you want. And we can just be thankful, Lord, that you extended your mercies and grace upon us, that we, who do not deserve to be part of your family, we don't seek you, yet you initiated, Lord, that we can know you. 
And thank you for this privilege that we have, Lord, and help us to treasure this and even share this to the rest of the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.